regularly making sure social media platforms are aware of the latest narratives dangerous to public health. You shouldn't be banned from one platform and not others uh, if you are for uh, uh, providing misinformation out there. Algorithms, I don't know how they work, but they all do know how they work. The public has a right to know. That's the point that we're making, and we're dealing with a life or death issue here, and so everybody has a role to play in making sure there's accurate information. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is show number 100. Reverso, can you believe it? I cannot. Me either. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please, uh goes without saying, uh, if you haven't already, like, five-star rating, subscribe, and please share with your friends. Uh, the algorithms that she spoke about are real, and we are not the uh, recipient of good algorithms because of our COVID Misinformation, misin disinformation. The first sixty shows and the COVID misinformation <laughs> tag on them. Yeah. So, um, uh, Buford, our executive producer, is out again, and I'm not sure when he's going to be back. Uh, probably next week. We'll we'll be recording again. So this will not be uploaded uh, instantaneously, instantaneously like we've been doing. So I don't know when you'll hear this, but we figure to be better than nothing. So. Uh, and we've been behaving kind of like the kids when you got a substitute teacher since he's not here. And uh, I'll be running the soundboard. So if it's choppy and not smooth, that's Reverso's fault. <clears throat> so we're going to kick it off on the Gateway Pundit, of course, with uh, it, it's, it's Sam because they, they keep using the acronym SBF, yeah. which in my world is small block forward. Um, Sam Bankman freed, which he's not going to be free much no, longer. No. So He's already not free. Yeah. He didn't bail out? Oh, maybe he did. I don't know. I don't think he did. I don't, I don't, well, I would figure it was as much money, maybe. I don't know. So anyway, uh, Sam Bankman freed, taken to <laughs> rat-infested rat jail. He'll fit right in. Rat-infested jail after begging judge to grant bail because he's a uh, ah, depressed I'm vegan. I'm a depressed vegan, man. <laughs> Help me out. Come on, man. I, uh, I couldn't have... I've known some vegans, and yeah, they were depressed, and they, and they were also effeminate, and they had that, look, his, his skin doesn't look right, and neither did this guy's. If you're a man and you're a vegan, you're, I know you're not listening to this show, so it's, I don't even need to tell you anything. Everybody already knows what it is, so uh, let's get into the body of this. FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried was denied, oh, okay, well, here we go. Maybe I should read a little more. This is a podcast, after all. <clears throat> it, it is a podcast, okay? And really, when you look at it, it's, it's quite possibly the best podcast you've ever heard. <clears throat> Was denied bail by a judge in the Bahamas on Tuesday. Sandbank, yeah, because they're trying to get him uh, extradited, right? Yeah. So they can let him off the hook. Exactly. Sam Bankman-Fried was arrested in the Bahamas on Monday and charged with eight counts of money laundering and fraud and not election interference. Billions are still missing from Sam Bankman-Fried's collapsed Ponzi scheme. And there he is with... Uh, Tony Blair and Bill Clinton. God, and he's so, dude, he's so sloppy. Yeah. It's also one of the things Buford was saying a couple weeks ago. He's really smart. He went to uh, MIT. Yeah. That guy's not smart. Bankman Freed on Tuesday told the magistrate he couldn't go to jail because he's a vegan and depressed. And, dude, that, that just gives you a glimpse into how entitled this generation is and those people that just, 
are so lackadaisical and idealistic and out in left field. This guy's in la-la land. You would think if he had all that money, he could buy better shoes. Those yeah. shoes are pretty crusty, and his socks look worn out. There's no elastic yeah. in them. It's just sloppy looking. And see, Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton doesn't care because, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. <clears throat> he thinks he's on, the, on his way to Epstein Island again. The, yeah. The judge denied his bail, and he was marched to an overcrowded jail. Of <laughs> course. If I knew how to work this thing, I would I would do that, but I don't. So I'll hit the wrong thing, and it'd probably say something like he's the uh, yeah yeah. So according to the New York Post, the correctional facility of the SBF was taken to Fox Hill Prison <laughs> is infested with rats and maggots. You can say that again. Bankman Freed is facing 115 years in prison. The New York New York Post reported falling crypto billionaire Sam Bankman Freed is being held in the Bahamian jail, known to be over overrun with rats and maggots. One so bad that a warden has called it not fit for humanity. I wish they had sent Hillary there. The accused fraudster, once estimated to be worth $32 billion, is being held in the island's only correctional facility, Fox Hill Prison, until at least February 8th after failing to get bail while fighting against extradition to the U.S. The jail was the focus of a damning report last year by the U.S. Department of State into possible human rights violations, including violence and abuse by staff. The U.S. Department of State did not look into the slave labor in China, which is also a actual human rights violation. But that's okay. That's another story. We're not doing that right now. Inmates removed human <laughs> golly, Bill. Inmates removed human waste by bucket. The government report noted of the jail where often six inmates are crammed into tiny cells that are only six feet by ten feet. Some inmates developed bed sores from laying on bare ground, the report said, of harsh conditions from overcrowding, poor nutrition, inadequate sanitation, and in inadequate medical care. Sanitation was a general problem, and cells were infested with rats, maggots, and insects. Hey, listen, man, this guy's a liberal, and he has supported the leftist mantra the entire time. Dude, they want us all to eat bugs. Like, why is it mm -hmm. not? You can eat maggots and insects. Right? Yeah. And, and, dude, I'm sure there's at least a little bit of grass somewhere. They're high in protein. Yeah, dude, go out in the yard and freaking pick a little bit of grass. Eat that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even kidding. I'm serious. If it's it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. I had to moderate myself right there. So, and really, I don't think that we could really convince Buford not to listen to this before he posts it. So, I mean, if I drop a F-bomb, you know. Yeah. Nobody's going to tell, right? No, he'll probably be a little bit tired when he listens to this anyway, so... You won't want to listen. Yeah, so that's your latest on SBF. There is a little more from the New York Post. That's kind of interesting. Um, his girlfriend has hired a different an attorney and appears to be turning on him. <laughs> <laughs> Disloyal. Hang on, wait a minute. I, I let Bear with me. Let me fix this thing. Here we go. You disloyal little... How you, I mean, seriously, that takes a real to turn on her vegan man like that. She was probably wearing the pants in the relationship. Oh, maybe. I don't know. She kind of looks She's like. She's odd. She looks uh, like a little bit like, let me see that picture. She looks like, uh, yeah, dude, she looks like that Schmeagle thing. My pretty? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She looks like something after you look at him that you'd expect them to be together. Yeah. yeah they. Mm. Looking at him and looking at her, not that I care that she would, but she's never had an orgasm. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that that guy is not doling out any sexual pleasure in any woman. She, no. That may not be a woman. That makes the thing. Well, yeah, well, 
There is no, listen, I'll say this another way. There's no vegan that is that is pleasing a woman. I don't know because they can't get. No, dude, it takes red meat, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what's next? Oh, Facebook's back. <clears throat> we are on the Federalist. CTCL kicks off 2024 election cycle with a new 80 million Zuck Bucks pledge. So everybody remembers the uh, ballot boxes and, and the uh, election interference where they fixated on specific areas to help the swindle in 2020. The leftist nonprofit that funded the private takeover, takeover of government election offices in 2020 announced its new round of beneficiaries. <clears throat> a leftist nonprofit profit group that funded the private takeover of government election offices during the 2020 presidential election just announced its new round of beneficiaries for the 2024 cycle. The Center for Tech and Civic Life, one of two groups that funneled $328 million, colloquially termed Zuckbucks, from Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg to the blue counties of swing states to mobilize potential Democrat voters and swing the race for Joe Biden, has said it will distribute $80 million in election grants in the next five years to the following counties and cities. <clears throat> California, California, Connecticut, Illinois, Illinois, Michigan, Nevada, North Carolina, two North Carolinas, and a Wisconsin, Madison, Wisconsin. According to the Associated Press, the grants will vary based on the size of each jurisdiction from 50,000 for those with fewer than 5,000 registered voters to 3 million for those with more than 1 million voters. There are hardly any restrictions on how the counties can spend the money, but there are also no publicly available details about what exactly they will use it for. CTCL did not specify how it chose these counties as a recipient for grant funding. Most of the counties in the cities picked lean, heavily Democrat, such as Clark, Contra Costa, Madison, Ottawa, Greenwich, Kane, and Forsyth, and are located in swing states, while the others are smaller red counties that exist in a solid blue or swing state. Given that the size of these grants will vary based on the size of each county, the blue counties and cities will receive more funding than the red counties due to the size of their populations, a strategic move on CTCL's part. Back in 2020, CTCL also divided its grants based on population, though not evenly per capita. Handling, I'm sorry, handing the more populous Democratic dominated counties, I'm having a hard time, Almost all the cash. According to the Capital Research Center, CTCL consistently gave bigger grants and more money per capita to counties that voted for Biden. So that is, uh, that's your Facebook update to, uh, you know, everybody knows how I feel about Facebook. If you're still on Facebook, this is this is what he's doing. And, and that's the thing, like uh, click-through rates, all that stuff. I can't pretend to know how all that stuff exactly works. I know that using that guy's website directly benefits him financially, and this is what he's doing with a portion of that money. He's working to undermine everything <clears throat> that that, uh, that people are listening to this stand for. I know that much. Uh, that's all I got on the Zuckbucks update. I'm trying not to curse. Oh, here, this is a good one. And one reason this is a good one is because I can just play the video. And uh, this is on Breitbart, which actually it's a, I found the article on Breitbart. We're going to play the video, which is uh, CNN. So, uh, and uh, Ron DeSantis has called for a grand jury to investigate uh, COVID vaccines and the pharmaceutical companies and the bureaucracy that pushed pushed the, the mandates. And, uh, of course, the, the system's not liking that. I'm a pretty big fan. 
So this is Fauci on, uh, I don't know who this woman is. It doesn't matter. I don't want, obviously I don't watch CNN, but uh, we will, oh, Kate Bolden is who this is. So uh, we'll just play that. I think this, well, I'll stop. This yeah. is like a four minute video. And really we'll, no we'll other virus in recent history has become so politicized as, as COVID-19. I mean, you've found yourself, we've talked about this many times at the center of some of that angry debate. Elon hey, Musk just. It's so politicized. Who was it that politicized it? They did. And I mean, I do specifically remember Kamala Harris saying that she wouldn't take the vaccine if, if Donald Trump had anything to do with it. So that was kind of the inception of the politicization. And not only that, uh, Anthony Fauci has said plenty of political political rhetoric, and most of it obviously would be uh, actually all of it that he said this political would be uh, counter to, counterintuitive to everything on the right. And he said that he's came out against Trump on multiple facets. So. Uh, and he's the sexiest man of the year oh, that yeah. one year too. He's not looking so sexy anymore. Look no, how uh, he's, a, he's such a, like a little worm slash. He looks like a rat to me, but uh, he don't look the same. His hair is thinner. It's wider. His face is like gaunt. What a gross little dude. He's got such a bulbous little nose for maybe such. They a, cut him off of the was it the adrenochrome or whatever. Yeah, maybe maybe they did. Uh, but I'm sorry. Continue came at you and attacked you. But the latest now, Dr. Fauci, is Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. He's now asking the Florida Supreme Court to greenlight an investigation into, and the way he put it, is any uh, any and all wrongdoing in Florida with respect to COVID-19 vaccines. What's your reaction to that? I don't have a clue, Kate, what he's asking for. I mean, we have a vaccine that unequivocally is highly effective and safe and has saved literally millions of lives. The co- we're we're going to have to break this down. Right. I, I'm going to have to ask you to pause it here and there. Oh, that's fine. Unequivocally safe and effective. Oh, that's false because we had the video from Europe, what, maybe five episodes ago where they were mm-hmm. talking about showing the guy saying, oh, it was 80%. Oh, for sure. And then it was 60 and then, well... It really doesn't no, that work. was the uh, that was the, if I remember correctly, that was the CEO of Pfizer. Yeah, with but the, he was at the EU. Oh, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And uh, but they, when they focus in on him, when they went they went away from the split split to the single screen. You can see how how tired and haggard, and worn out he is. But to sit there and say that it was safe and effective, come on, dude. Like, and, and so. And that is, like, remember, they championed this guy, and he identified himself. He literally said the words, I am science. So, okay, that's your So to ignore all of that, and see, this is the thing. This is how you know someone is or is not a scientist. A scientist would would systematically dismantle those things that are untrue. Instead, they have those... those, coined monikers, misinformation and disinformation that are uh, like political trigger words. They're communist designed words meant to, meant to denote and, and take a, is a propagandist word to, to discredit accurate information. And so by just employing those words, they, in, in certain people's minds that will dismantle the truth to them. But a real scientist would meet that head on, explain to you why this isn't true, and systematically dismantle and make the argument and debate those people in an open forum. He would never do any of the above. You're such a rat little weasel. And so a lot of people like harbor such animosity for this guy and like hanging Fauci and arrest Fauci. Hey, I don't disagree that the guy should be arrested, but I, I don't I don't think about it as much as some yeah. people, but when you see him 
what a rat little weasel because he hasn't changed. And all this time, and that's it, man, like you keep saying the same thing. And so with the advent of new information, you're still towing the line for what you know is false unequivocally. We know the definition definition of unequivocally. This that that is the opposite. This is not unequivocal, safe and effective. You yeah. that, that oh, come on, not like this. Watch died suddenly. Yeah, check it out. Let's hit it. Commonwealth Fund has come out with a report just this past week that vaccinations that have been administered over this period of time, this last year and a half to two years, has saved 3.2 million lives. 18 million hospitalizations and approximately one trillion dollars in costs so what's the problem with vaccines i mean vaccines are life-saving so quite frankly kate i'm not sure what what they're trying to do down there it, it kind of gets at a bigger issue i've been wanting to ask you as um in one of our final interviews um in in your role in public health is just the re one result of the pandemic has sadly been that science has become a divisive topic, politicized and weaponized by some people. Have you thought about how do you pull that back? How do you turn Pause that again, around? Please. How do you pull that back? You do exactly what I've said. Science is not divisive. The basic principles of science that we all learned in middle school was in any, any of these scientific problems or scenarios, uh, you've got a constant and a variable. And so the, just the basic scientific principle has been abandoned and been replaced with political rhetoric. Like nothing he's done or said has been scientific. You're indebted and controlled by the pharmaceutical companies and, and the, the government. All these corrupt factions that get routinely caught lying time and time and time again, the ones that covered up all the factions that covered the Hunter Biden laptop, the swept under the rug, all the things they've done, all the times they've been caught lying, but he's telling the truth. No. Yeah, no, he's telling the truth now. But she, to, for her to say that, that science has become divisive, no. Science science is science. Like, you you guys mistakenly and idiotically, not not the anchor, she's doing her job as a propagandist, but the people that still believe this horseshit stuff, I caught that. <laughs> uh, they still think that this is, <laughs> this is scientific. It's not scientific because, again, if you want to dial this back, you you meet this head on, but that would that would take an objective like that's the thing. This guy's married to this now, oh, yeah. even if he had a change of heart, which he can't because he's controlled. And dude, does this guy not look like he's satanic? By the way, he's a, like, I I think you're right. I think he might be off as adrenochrome. Look, how, dude, he is yeah. so terrible looking. Do do you notice a, a, a difference in his appearance yeah. versus two years yeah, ago? He, dude, looks, he looks awful. He looks he's such an evil, rotten looking little troll. So continue. Sound. You know, Kate, if I had an easy answer, I, I, I'd give it to you, but it's a very difficult situation. You're absolutely correct. It has been politicized, and it has been politicized in a way that has actually caused lives, because if people don't get vaccinated, which unequivocally is life-saving no, because false. of political ideology or because of misinformation and disinformation, How do I know that those causes lives, and we've just got to get... The American public, regardless of whether you... Misinformation and disinformation costs lives. And so what he wants to do there is curb free speech. And that's what they've yeah. done. So, and you'll see, and we'll get into it on all these social media platforms. They were curtailing speech based on what he just said. 
and that's what they do in China. That's not what they. Yeah. That's not what we do in America. And so, that man, there's something else he said too. Back back that up just a just a hair because there's something else I want to touch on. I, there you go. Well, because of misinformation and disinformation, that causes lives, and we've just got to get. The American public, regardless of whether you lean left, you lean right, it doesn't matter at all. We're all in this together. We're all human beings, and we're all susceptible to disease that can kill us. Okay, so, if ever the so no, because that's the thing. Like you're talking about politicizing it, and we're all together. We're in this together. No, because oh. you tried to force people to get this against their will, under the threat of taking their children away, losing jobs. their jobs. No, we're not in this together. You guys had a, a vaccine that was an unknown, unquantifiable vaccine. You had no idea about it. This was new technology. Uh, the distribution process, all these things were never really seen before. And not to mention, to go back, the, the suspicious circumstances around it where this guy got caught dead to rights lying about the origin of it in the emails. People forget these things happen with time. This guy got caught... In, in emails, trying to get the, the, the media to alter the story for him to say and trying to get favorable media to do to misinformation for him to, to, that it came from a wet market, from yeah. a bat at a wet market. It was a lab leak, and now that's widely accepted, and it's widely known, and it's proven that's a, that's fact. Yeah. That's scientific fact. Not this. Come on, dude. To say that this came from a wet a, a wet market bat to save your hide and to cover what you were doing. So the level of corruption it would take, and how many lies like that that, that this guy's been caught in. But here he is on nationally syndicated news, still lying. And look, look what she's doing. They're still kissing yeah. his. Yep. I don't know. My button's missing again. There. So, anyways, go ahead. There was a time in society when we need to pull together and recognize that the common enemy is the virus, not each other. We've got to get people to appreciate no. that. You know, I, like I said, I don't have an easy answer how we're going to do okay, that. That's enough. You can stop but it. When I got an easy answer. We're going to pull together and then we're, we're going to have a trial for you. And that's, that's what we need to do. And since Shane, uh, I, I don't know, whatever, man, that, uh, I'm in, I'm in disbelief. Like looking back, especially like you mentioned, that die suddenly, I, it, man. And and a lot of people that that used to 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 feel differently. There's there's too much evidence now. Pretty, it's. I don't know anybody that's pro vaccine anymore, and I don't know anybody. No, that, that, I don't either. But, yeah, so this troll's still around, and I think what he's trying to do is mitigate any damage that may be coming his way because he knows when the Republican-controlled Congress comes over, at a very minimum, it's going to ruin his public image, which will probably, unfortunately, be the extent of what happens to him. I don't see any real meaningful yeah, legal repercussions to, to happening to that guy. He's not going to jail. No. What's next? This is uh, this is a good one. This is Fortune.com. Quite a few people sent me this. Uh <laughs> it's hard not to laugh. This is rich. And when they're talking about the politicizing and science, here's your I got the science for you, and here it is. 
People who skip their COVID vaccine are at a higher risk of traffic accidents, according to a new study. I can't wait to see how they uh, <laughs> came to that conclusion. Yeah. If you passed on getting the COVID vaccine, you might be a lot more likely to get into a car crash. Or at least, those are the findings of a new study published this month in the American Journal of Medicine. Sounds scientific, right? During the summer of 2021, Canadian researchers examined the encrypted government-held records of more than 11 million adults, 16% of whom hadn't received the COVID vaccine. They found that the unvaccinated people... Oh, my goodness. You know what? I guarantee you why they were in more accidents, because they were out living their lives. They weren't all huddled up in the house. Oh, that, that's, a, that's a good guess. But so that, that's not, that, I, I know that's not where they're going. But, but no, because there's no actual data. Yeah, there's not, but I'm just saying. Right. Uh, but yeah, if there was, that would, that would be a, a reasonable <laughs> summation. Uh, the scientific one, in fact. Uh, or hypothesis, rather. Yeah. Not a, a hypothesis, because that is scientific. So anyway... I remember a little bit from middle school science class. <clears throat> they found... This is so stupid. I feel like an idiot reading this, dude. You want me to read it? I got it. If you want to, go ahead. They found that, unva- that the unvaccinated people were 72% more likely to be involved in a severe traffic crash. 72% are you still like, dude, come on, man. We all we all knew the, the story was horse crap, but you couldn't go with like a 12%. Yeah. 9%, man, even a 22%, 72%. Get, come on, dude, get the hell. I know most people, if you have a brain, you stop reading when you saw 72% because you were laughing and then you found better stuff to do. But I'm sorry, go ahead. So this, um, we're 72% more likely to be involved in a severe traffic crash in which at least one person was transported to the hospital than those who were vaccinated. That's similar to the increased risk of car crashes for people with sleep apnea, though only about half of the people who abuse alcohol, researchers found. Stop right there. I'm, uh, hold on. So that's similar to the increase of car crash for people with sleep apnea, though only about. Okay, okay, I got it. So, I thought I, I, I thought that it meant more than alcohol. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue, please. The excessive risk of car crash posed by unvaccinated drivers exceeds the safety gains for modern automobile engineering advances and also imposes risks on other road users, the author wrote. Of course, skipping a COVID vaccine does not mean that someone will get into a car crash instead. The author theorizes that people who resist public health recommendations might also neglect basic road safety guidelines. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Why would they ignore the rules of the road, distrust of the government, a belief in freedom, Misconceptions of daily risk, faith in natural protection. Oh, wait, wait, wait. A belief in freedom? Why would why would they ignore the rules of the road? Distrust of the government, a belief in freedom, like as if that's a negative yeah, thing. Yeah. See, that's how sick these people are, but that's science people. Misconceptions of daily risks, faith in natural protection. Yeah. So now they're slamming mm, religion. religion. Antipathy toward regulation. Pop. Poverty. Poverty. Okay. Yeah. Of course. And here it goes. This word's this is like in every article. Misinformation. And a lack of resources and personal beliefs are potential reasons proposed by the authors. The findings are significant enough that primary care doctors should consider counseling unvaccinated patients on traffic safety. And insurance companies might base changes to insurance policies on vaccination data. The authors suggest. Well, that's way that, out in left field. Yeah, and, and not only that, man, like, dude, I'm not Albert Einstein. And, like, I I, I, feel, I feel like a jerk saying it. 
um, I feel like a pompous, egotistical a-hole. But that's insulting to my intelligence. Like, and you're no, supposed ridiculous. to be a scientist? Like, this is what, like, so you spent money, people people gathered, and then they, they, did a, they did a study, and this is the conclusion that you came to. And so, when, in, in, on CNN, you're talking about this being politicized, and we need to come together, yet, you, the thing is, you, you would convince those unvaccinated people with actual science, you don't have that, you don't have no. good data to convince these people. Because good data doesn't exist. And see, what they want to do and what they've done is tried to quell it on social media, which is why stuff like our show exists. And, so, and it's, on a side note, it's just crazy to me, man. Like, like we get so many emails and whatnot that, that people didn't know about this outside of the show. Ah, my goodness, That's dude. Just, like, but, it, it, but what would happen if they were able to, to control the flow of information? And then, and people couldn't and couldn't have exchange of ideas and open dialogue about the negative things that they've seen with family members yeah. and friends that, that had detrimental that, that effects from this vaccine. What? Where would we be then? You know what I mean? But that science, dude, yeah. is shutting. And that's why, again, those keywords are in there, and the keywords that Anthony Fauci was saying, and, and that, that, yeah, but to. But a belief in freedom? No, no, no. There is no, like, it's not a belief in freedom. We're, we're free. We have freedom, and that's as simple as that. And that's the thing, that, that over the slow, long term, they're, they're just trying to convince people that you don't have freedom, and that's just one, one microcosm of, of how they do that. Man, you're, these are sick people, in that, but that's science. And we're all in this together, but they're trying to uh, oh, yeah. separate you more. Oh, yeah. The, the vaccinated the, and the vaccinated. Well, it's the virus that's the enemy. Yeah. And that's the thing. The virus is the enemy. Well, Hey, I got an idea, butthole. Who created this thing yeah. in this laboratory again? Who was funding yeah. the gain of function he research? Was. Yeah, exactly. So, dude, and and by his own rhetoric, and this isn't me uh, ginning up hatred for the guy. Maybe it is. I don't know. Here's the thing: by his own rhetoric, if the virus is the enemy, so would the people that created it. Yeah. So are the people that created it. You had a very uh, large hand in orchestrating that. So, by your own by your own admission, you're, you're the enemy. The enemy. Kiss my butt. Yeah, I thought this was pretty interesting too. Twenty-four hour news. I'd actually talked about this briefly, man. I, I watch, and I, I'm, it, it eludes me. the The documentary I watched, and I can't remember who the guy was, man. He was uh, he was with an intelligence agency, but he was talking about like uh, obviously the cell phones, um, some pretty stuff that sounds far out to a lot of people. But man, when you remember watching like the. Uh, like the spy thrillers and stuff like that when they would bug people's house. Yeah. And, like and this is like back in the 80s, even in the 70s, where they're like unscrewing the light bulb and pulling the mics out of the light bulb. And like the guys, like the, you know, like uh, on the X-Files or something, like Mulder is checking the room for wires yeah. and bugs and they look inside the electrical sockets and stuff like that. The guy was even saying like now, because like obviously your phone has the ability to listen to you. The phone does listen to you. It data logs everything. Dude, we're being watched at an exponentially higher rate, you know, by the month. Much you know, uh, and he was talking about like these the LED lights have the ability via Bluetooth, and that's what people don't seem to understand is like you can trigger so many things with Bluetooth that they have the ability with certain LED lights to use them as a listening device wirelessly. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. 
but I really didn't know te- that. Te- technologically, oh, it's not, but... no, a lot of people probably think it is crazy, but technologically, think why, why would that be a difficult thing yeah. for them to make? It's not yeah. no. because it, 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 number one, it's cheap, it's extremely effective. And so that's the thing, man. Like you have like uh, Alexa and all the other home devices that are proven to be listening to you even when they're not engaged and data mining all your stuff. And dude, that's the name of the game data collection. That's one of the biggest things that so much of this is about. And that's one of the ways they're they're taking exponentially larger amounts of your freedom away without you even knowing it. Because privacy is a virtue. Privacy is a, is one aspect of a free lifestyle. Private privacy, it's 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 paramount to a to freedom. And so and one of the things that he talked about was exactly this right here. And and this was a month ago or more that I that I watched this guy uh, talk about all these things. But US government, and again, we're on 24hournews.org. U.S. government quietly buying tech to hijack cars. <clears throat> the U.S. government is accused of purchasing systems that would allow it to hijack car owners' data. In an exclusive report released by the right wing, I'm sorry, by the right wing, the U.S. government allegedly secretly bought a system that would allow it to obtain data from smartphones, USB drives, and other media devices that have been connected to the targeted vehicles. <clears throat> Reportedly available. Exclusively to law enforcement agencies, the IVE system allows investigators to obtain digital evidence from the navigation systems of thousands of vehicle models. It can also access data from smartphones, USB drives, and other media devices connected to a vehicle's infotainment system, the report claimed. The controversy arose from a 23-year-old college student in Sam Curry who... I said that wrong. 23-year-old college student Sam Curry who claims to be a web application security researcher researcher who uncovers cyber vulnerabilities. Quote, he's made tens of thousands of dollars hacking into cyber operations run by the U.S. Defense Department and several big tech companies. Most recently, he broke into a system quietly purchased by the U.S. government to hijack car owners' data, the report added. So here's his, one of his tweets, more car hacking. Earlier this year, we were able to remotely unlock, start, locate, flash, and honk any remotely connected Honda, Nissan, Infiniti, and Acura vehicles completely unauthorized, knowing only the VIN number of the car. Here's how we found it and how it works. And so they're doing that all remotely without being in physical, like close physical proximity to the vehicle. In a tweet posted by Curry, he claimed that earlier this year, we were able to remotely, okay, so it goes over that. Curry also explained that after finding individual vulnerabilities, Affecting different car companies, we became interested in finding out who exactly was providing the auto manufacturer's telematic services. We thought it was likely there was a company who provided multiple automakers telematic solutions. At this point, we identified that it was also possible to access customer information and run vehicle commands on Honda, Infiniti, and Acura vehicles in addition to Nissan. We reported the issue to SiriusXM, who fixed it immediately and validated their patch, he added. Following the revelation, investigators who have been working for U.S. Customs and Border Protection and Immigration and Customs Enforcement agencies were exposed for spending hundreds of thousands of dollars using the IVE forensic tool, which was reportedly owned and created by a digital forensics company with the help of taxpayers' money provided through the U.S. Department of Homeland Security Science and Technology Directorate. Forbes also released a report exposing the U.S. government, alleging that it can extract data from 10 different car models infotainment systems, while we don't know how many cars CB, CBP and ICE have hacked, we do know that nearly every new car is vulnerable. Adam Levine, consumer advocate and owner of Cyber Scout, claimed. Isn't Adam Levine the name of some weird a singer? And he's a... Oh, I guess this is a different one. He's a flamer? No. No, no. Well, not him, but no. the, the singer. 
He's not? No, he's from... Um, oh, he's the Maroon 5 guy. I'm yeah. thinking of the... Uh, some other guy. Okay, anyway. Um, but And I've said this for a long time, dude. Uh, my car is... Or truck, rather, is uh, nine years old. That's probably the newest vehicle I'll ever own. And, uh, mine's a 2006 Jeep. <laughs> so, the, But the, that, the guy in that video that I was talking about earlier, man, he was talking about exactly this. So when you've got eight cameras on there, they're accessible... They're accessible in this manner to people that and you would never even know that, that they're doing that. And the fact, like, and a lot of people, man, and it's it's a very common response to things like this. Well, I'm not doing anything wrong. Doesn't matter. Like it's when you invasion of you, privacy, you, absolutely. And you would never. I would never. It's like leaving your blinds open at night. Like I'm not doing anything wrong. I don't want anybody looking at my house. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, exactly. It's uh, you know, don't walk around naked. Well, yeah. It's a gray area. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of disturbing. And now, this is crazy because this is going to be like a 50-50 split this week. Because some weeks we've not had any this weekend Democrat, moron, pervert, nut job wackos. And this week we've got the same amount of stories that we just covered. And this week, uh-oh. And idiot, cross-dressing, confused, moron, pervert, Democrat, nut job, wackos. That should be louder, right? Yeah. There it is. That's what we're talking about. You know, people like to get pumped up. I don't feel like we got pumped. Y'all ready for this? No. No, we're going to redo that. Live. <laughs> are you, Seriously, though, are you ready for it? I'm ready. Okay. Because uh, there's some crazy people in here this week. Yes, it is. That's why. We're That's taking it from the top. Look, I just want to get everybody extra. We've done it before. We're going to get you extra pump. People love it. Nick, I'm talking to you, baby. He's a fag. He's a fag. That was perfect timing, right? Yeah. He's a fag. He's a fag. <laughs> Things broken. Sticking. I don't That's know what's going on with that. Okay, all right then. Ah, oh, here we go. What is this? Kunstler.com. Yeah, so this is uh man, this is a hot topic right now, man. The Twitter file stuff, and I'll be honest, man, it's a lot. Obviously, you got the surface level stuff, the basic gist of what happened. I think we all know that by now that obviously they, they worked very hard to not only suppress the Hunter Biden stuff, but conservatives as a whole. And uh, this guy in particular that we're going to get into is the one that's primarily responsible for kicking Donald Trump off of Twitter. And it's crazy because going back before Donald Trump left office, he actually singled out this guy um, in particular and talked about what he was doing and that he was the de facto uh, leader of Twitter. So... Uh, the title of this is The Alarm Bells Go Off. <clears throat> Twitter execs were regularly meeting with the FBI over what to censor. Twitter's censorship, and, and that's, I didn't say everything. They're, they were so tied in with the government that they, and this has been covered before, but because it didn't get exposed to this degree, like a lot of people just didn't know it. But uh, that Dr. Shiva guy, he had, he had exposed this. So they, they the government employees had their own accessible portal on Twitter to get, you know, have direct yeah. requests for very specific things they want to remove. 
which again is a direct assault on the First Amendment right to free speech, highly illegal. <clears throat> Twitter execs were regularly regularly meeting with FBI over what to censor. Twitter's censorship was almost 100% aligned with the Democrat Party. Twitter's chief censors were deranged ideologue, ideologues abusing their power over our discourse to silent dissent. That's Glenn Greenwald's quote. Starting fact of the week. Twitter's senior ranks of content moderators included over a dozen former FBI and CIA agents and analysts who let child porn run loose over the app while surgically removing any utterance contradicting the government's claim that mRNA vaccines are safe and effective, not to mention the effort this elite crew expended against anyone objecting to the woke left race and gender hustles. Wouldn't you like to know how much they were paid? Probably more than government work. Here's another awful reality. Better fasten your seatbelts. What also emerged in the tweet record of Yoel Roth, the company's chief censor, former head of trust and safety, begins to look like a gay mafia assault on the collective American psyche. Having gained official federal government sanction and protection, a statistically tiny homosexual demographic left in charge of the country's main public forum has been out for revenge against their perceived enemy, political conservatives. Americans disinclined to join the cheerleading for drag queen story hours, minor attracted persons, transsexuals in the military, and other LBGTQ cultural pranks. In the process, that gay mafia running the public dialogue supported every lie that the government, its protector, put out to keep the deep state happy and well-fed. Shocking, I'm sure, but there it is. That means the gay mafia also helped promote the most deadly psyop in the world history. The COVID-19 scare and the mass vaccination crusade that will end up killing many millions worldwide after destroying the economies of Western civilized nations. The whole package looks like an attempt to turn the world upside down and inside out. Is it any wonder that so many feel the USA has gone crazy? Of course, these revelations arouse the widespread suspicion of these now exposed nefarious operators in social media were merely tools for some murky plutocrat plutocrat, elite, led by the likes of the WEF, Bill Gates, and George Soros. Could that be the greatest conspiracy theory of all? More likely, I hesitate to suggest all these characters in one way or another are merely tools of history itself. As the world enters the darkest days of the fourth turning, secular winter, as T.S. Eliot observed, humankind cannot bear too much reality. Thus, so many since we live in dangerous times. Everything appears to be veering out of control, including thought itself. Disorder incites more disorder. While all this madness is going on in the country, the U.S. government, led by phantom president, quote, Joe Biden, that's funny, continues to prosecute its insane proxy war in Ukraine in order to antagonize Russia. Lately, the U.S. has sent drones hundreds of miles inside Russia to blow up military airfields. How is that not an escalation of hostilities? And exactly how far do the American people want their government to take this crazy project? They're sending, uh, what is it, the, uh, what's the missile defense system they're sending over there? Uh, I haven't heard. I can't remember what they call that thing. It eludes me at the moment, dude. <clears throat> but they're sending that. Not a gosh darn it's farther, the opinion polls indicate. We are apparently not quite so insane as to welcome nuclear annihilation as we seem to recognize that what might bring it on and so the dreadful realities of our times 
still stand before us, unmoved by all the mental illness they provoke, uninterested in our excuses for behaving so badly? Is there any way to face the hard facts, to incorporate them into a truth-based narrative that Western civilization can use to rescue itself from something that looks like suicide? Elon Musk alone, apart from and in defiance of all cowards running things in America, the corporate sellouts, the craven college presidents, the bought-off politicians, the bad-faith media fabulists, the vindictive denizens of Hollywood, is moving to inject some therapeutic truth into the American lunatic's asylum. He came out pretty hot over the weekend, branding Dr. Anthony Fauci as a criminal, calling for his prosecution, and promising the release of Twitter files that will demonstrate just how deceitfully the old Twitter acted and all the medical melodrama melodrama surrounding COVID-19 and the vaccines. On Sunday, Elon tweeted, Now things get spicy. Will the reveal of all that wickedness make any impression on half the people of this country still deranged by the many previous salvos of official propaganda? Maybe not, pardon me, maybe not all of them, maybe only 20%, but that should be enough to tip the consensus of opinion in the right direction, a recognition of the harm that has been done and the will to quit doing more of it. Beyond that, even Elon has put the basic question to America, are you in favor of free speech or not? Especially now that you know that moderating free speech is an invitation to live in lies, and lying all the time really does bend that old arc of history toward evil. That is a really, really good piece. Who wrote that? Go back up. Jim Uh, Hunstler, it looks like. James Howard Gunstler. Yeah, well, good job. Good, great job. But yeah, I thought I wanted to go a little more into, and that, and that's what it is. One of the things with the 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 kitty porn and all that stuff on Twitter, and you're going to get with this next story a whole lot more into what was going on with that because this guy, the Yoel Roth guy, uh, had said a lot of pro pro pedophile stuff, in my opinion. So this is on New York Post, Twitter's. And they're kind of sympathetic to this guy for whatever reason, it seems like, in their writing. Twitter's ex-safety chief, Yoel Roth, finally admits mistake of censoring posts Hunter Biden scoop. It took him long enough. The former Twitter executive and safety chief who played a key role in censoring the post-October 2020 expose on Hunter Biden's infamous laptop has admitted it was a mistake. More than two years later, while his one-time boss, Elon Musk, acknowledged Wednesday that the social media giant has interfered in elections. Yoel Roth, who was Twitter's head of trust and safety until he quit in November in the wake of Elon Musk's $44 billion takeover, confessed Tuesday that the company erred in restricting people from sharing the scoop. We don't know what to believe. We didn't know what was true. There was smoke, and ultimately for me, it didn't reach a place where I was comfortable removing this content from Twitter. Yeah, you did it anyway. So he's trying to pass the blame. So if they didn't know what was truth or not, why didn't they let it out there and let us decide for ourselves? Well, number one, they they knew. I mean, let's well, they knew it was the truth, exactly. Anyways, but yeah. if that's if that's the road you're going to walk down, well, yeah, but, yeah, and I I get what you're saying in principle, sure, like yeah, but that would have taken objectivity and, and a lack of uh, corruption on the front end, yeah, and so he like again, he's trying to placate people on the back end, which is the difference. Mike, this guy's going to say whatever he thinks, because, and we'll get into it with the next story on why he's trying to save face now. But it set off every single one of my finely tuned uh, Apartment 28, whatever that means, hack and leak campaign alarm bells he added using an alternative name for the Russian cybercrime group Fancy Bear. I'm 
not sure what that is, asked if it was a mistake for Twitter to have blocked the story from being shared. Roth responded, in my opinion, yes. And so let's just go down. We'll, we'll get into a little bit of the uh, objectivity of this guy. So here's some previous tweets that are on this in this New York Post article. Uh, quote, I'm just saying, we fly over those states that voted for a racist tangerine for a reason. Another one says, yes, that person is the pink, and the pink hat is clearly a bigger threat to your brand of feminism than actual Nazis in the White House. Yeah. And so, he stopped short of revealing who was responsible for the blunder. Roth's comments come as Musk teased the release of Twitter's internal files on the company free speech suppression, though he has yet to say when that will take place. Roth was among the many Twitter employees to quit in November. Go to the next story. That's on the Daily Mail. Ex-Twitter censor Yoel Roth and his boyfriend are forced to flee their $1.1 million home after Elon Musk shared his thesis, which supported letting children use gay hookup, hookup app Grinder. The bullet points here. Twitter's former head of trust and safety received a torrent of threats. Elon Musk implied in tweets that Roth had advocated for child sexualization. He shared a snip of Roth's PhD thesis, which mentioned under-18s accessing gay hookup app Grinder. Roth wrote that his underage youngsters use the app anyway, and age-appropriate versions should be created to offer help to LGBT youth. Yoel Raw, 34, and his partner Nicholas Madsen, 44, moved out of their uh, two-bed, two-bath property in El Cerrito over fears for their safety after receiving a torrent of threats, the Washington Post reported. Musk tweeted, looks like Yoel is in favor of letting children be letting children being able to access adult internet services in his PhD thesis. He also shared a screenshot of part of the document. <clears throat> Roth's thesis, written in 2016 while he was at the University of Pennsylvania, included the claim that many many under-18s access gay hookup app grinder despite being too young to do so. He then suggested... In a, so let me, let's get to the actual tweet. He also gleefully joked about upcoming meetings with FBI officials in the recently released Twitter files. The former trust and safety manager has become emblematic of what free speech fans say were the problems with Twitter censoring posts that went against a liberal viewpoint. News of his apparent dealings with the FBI sparked claims the social media network was in bed with the federal government they were, with the initial tranche of files including requests from Democrat Party to remove unflattering tweets about Hunter Biden. So, let's see, here's you all Ross tweet from November 10th, 2020. Can high school students ever meaningfully consent to sex with their teachers. Okay. And then here's the part of the thesis. But it's worth considering how, if at all, the current generation of popular sites of gay networked sociability might fit into an overall queer social landscape that increasingly increasingly includes individuals under the age of 18. Even... Even with the service's extensive content management, Grindr may well be too lewd or too hookup-oriented to be safe and age-appropriate resource for teenagers, but the fact that people under 18 are on these services already indicates that we can't readily dismiss these... indicates that we can't readily dismiss these platforms out of hand as low... I don't know what that word means, Loki, For queer youth culture... 
rather than merely trying to absolve themselves of legal responsibility or worse, trying to drive out teenagers entirely. Why is that? Okay, goodness. Service providers should instead focus on crafting strategy, safety strategies that can accommodate a wide variety of use cases for platforms like Grindr, including possibly their role for sexually connecting queer young adults. If, and so inevitably, what do you what? Let, let's say in theory, as, as bad as it is, okay, he's trying to hook up two gay 14-year-old boys. He say, he's saying that they should be able to, to hook up, which I, I would disagree, number one. Yeah, yeah. I would disagree. But you know why he would want to do that. Yeah, because he wants to get in on the action. Exactly what he wants to do. So it, it's just one more of them trying to leverage in there. So, yes, this is absolutely, unequivocally, 100%, without a shadow of a doubt, the rantings of a pedophile. Period. Yeah. You, you are arguing a, that. You're a depraved groomer. And my thing is this, dude. Who? How often in your lifetime as an adult, 18 or above, have you ever thought about, man, what do we need to do about 14-year-olds having sex? What? I've literally no, never, never once has crossed my mind ever in my life, much less gay stuff. But obviously the guy's a homosexual, but even still, as a heterosexual, how many times do adult men that are normal, never. heterosexual, think about with any regularity or to any extent at all, hmm, what can we do about getting 14-year-olds to hook up on the internet? What, the, what on yeah. earth are you talking about, dude? And again, this, this is... A, a, a really, really good glimpse inside the depravity, psychosis, and um, man, just the um, I can't even think of the words, man. Like the predatory nature of this entire movement. So, and, and what is it with him? Like, oh, the the landscape. Let's talk about the landscape. So. The that might fit into an overall queer social landscape that increasingly includes individuals under the age of 18. See, that dialogue right there, those that that rhetoric indicates that this dude has thought about this a oh, lot. Yeah. Why are you thinking about it a lot? Because you want to have sex with people under the age of 18. And so take that, I mean, that could be yeah. any number. That number could be three. We've seen it before. You know what I mean? Yeah, it could be eight. It could be nine. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's under 18. And that's what you are advocating. Don't be mad at me. That's what you are advocating for, not me. Do you th I mean, that's that's what I'm saying, though. When these people try to guilt trip you by saying, oh, you're just hatred, hateful bigotry. Dude. No. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. This is why everybody's natural, instinctual resistance to the to the gay political Sorry. lobby's agenda. And so, dude, I want to clarify that, man. Hang on, I'm gonna drop my pen. Good thing that wasn't soap. <laughs> anyway. You're safe. So here's the thing, man. Everybody knows the one oh, I was one gay guy. Like you know the guy. He lives with another dude. You've known him for years. He's never said that he's gay, but you know he is. Dude, do you bother me? Do I hate you? Nope. Couldn't care less. You do you and I'll do me or you do that guy and I'll do my whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? So nobody cares about that. That And what that means is, dude, that level of acceptability and toler tolerance is there. It's always been there. 
my, my entire life never cared. Like, it was never yeah. a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, oh, you you hate. No, 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 no. It's the same as they do with the vaccines and everything else. Like, dude, so listen to what I'm telling you, man. When they're browbeating you about this, this this is what the, is hub-centric and at the, the, the very center of that entire movement. And I've said it, dude, over half my life. This was always what the gay marriage rhetoric was going to lead to. And dude, this this is this week in Democrat nut job moron pervert what wackos. This this ain't over, dude. Yeah. Like, there's more, dude. This is like a Billy Blanks infomercial. But wait, there's more. It gets worse, dude. It never ends. There's a constant stream of ever increasing levels of perversion every week. It never ends. So you tell me, dude. In, in, in science, what was the constant? What was the variable from a society standpoint when you're talking about social landscapes in the social landscape of the United States of America life? What was the constant and what was the variable? People like us were the constant. Yeah, exactly. You are the sick ass variable. Period. But and so when that variable is increasingly changing to these higher levels of perversion, it's the it's the standard that's the bigot now. No, dude, it's not. And you can never allow these people to dictate the conversation in such a way at any level. But see, that's what's happening right now at a national level. People like us, these ultra MAGA bigot dude, no. This is this is so far off the ranch. It's 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 ridiculous. That was the guy that censored Donald Trump right there. That's the guy that yeah. only made the call to, to to pull Trump off there. So that was bad, and I told you there's more, and there is. Oh, there's even more than I thought. The postmillennials.com. I like these guys. California school board head resigns after inviting minors to booze-infused gay adult party featuring Dirty Santa. (sighs) And there he is with Kamala Harris. What a shocker. He definitely looks like a pedo. Oh, man. Dude, you can't tell me, like, that, that the majority of the people that are found in this segment, man, that they don't give off an overt visual indication of what they really are. And, of course, there you have in the background the equality sign. and We haven't talked about Kamala in a couple of weeks. Damn, she looks stupid. <laughs> I mean, she just does. She's such yeah. a, like, it's the same thing. You, you, can, you can look at her and tell that she's a dodo bird, that there's no brain in that gargantuan forehead. Let's get into the, oh, goodness. <laughs> Dude, it's tiresome. But who else is going to give you this information? Nobody. It's just us. A California school board president has been accused of inviting members of the high school choir to perform at a private adult party in which these students were allegedly offered alcohol and were exposed to comments from a dirty Santa. Steve Lanzua, Lanusa, how do you say it? Let me see that again. Lanusa, the now former president of Claremont Unified School District in Los Angeles County, is the one who held the party, which parents said was inappropriate for students who are performing to raise money for their program, according to CBS News. This party thrown by Lanuza, who had just won his re-election as a school board trustee in November, included party-goers offering the underage students alcohol as well as scantily clad adult entertainers, parents said. Quote, Mr. Lanuza invited the high school choir group into his private adult party in his home, parent Sabrina Ho. That's unfortunate. Yes. What's that, Reverso? <laughs> That's an unfortunate last name to be wrapped into this well, article. She's probably Asian. Yeah. 
Sabrina Ho said during a recent school board meeting, according to CBS Los Angeles. They were encouraged to take part in food and festivities. The students didn't begin their scheduled performance until over an hour later and were offered alcohol by party guests among inappropriately dressed adult entertainers. Another person who attended the party provided a photo to CBS Los Angeles, which depicted shirtless male performers wearing Santa and elf hats. That's pretty disturbing. And there's obviously the blanked out high school kid faces too. They were offered an open bar, said parent Gabriel Lozano, who also revealed that the students were interviewed by police. They were offered an open bar and to socialize with half-naked men, the dirty Santa that offered and made disgusting comments to our children. In a statement released on Friday, the school board said that they were appalled by the allegations against Lanuza and revealed that they met with legal counsel and Superintendent James Alasser to review these allegations. In today's meeting, the board majority reaffirmed its commitment to continue the important work of our district with dignity and professionalism. We are appalled by the allegations, which are understandably causing distraction, disruption, and pain. It expressed in community members' messages to the board and superintendent. Please know that we receive and read your messages, and we take your concerns very seriously. The statement read. There's a bunch more BS from them trying to cover their butt. According to the Los Angeles Times, Lanuza resigned from his position on Saturday. There was a picture of him with another prominent Democrat. Oh, here it is. Take a while to guess Um, who it is. It's the American Indian. It's Pocahontas. Yes, it is. They have their pride collars on. Yep. So, man, dude, when you say that guy looks like a pedo, that's the understatement of uh, this week for damn sure. In social media posts, Lanuza is seen posing with various high-profile Democrats, including Vice President Kamala Harris and Senator Elizabeth Warren. And... That's why they're it's Democrat no job wackos. Here's a tweet from from him and uh, what is what's the date on that? Go back up December sixteenth, twenty twenty. This weekend before Christmas was usually the fullest weekend of visiting friends around the area. This year, let's get together, play raunchy bingo, and help a great organization. Raunchy bingo, huh? What's that picture down there? Oh, the Lambda Alumni Association. So, this is another tweet from him. Sunday, December 20th, 5 to 7, virtual Big Queen Bingo, hosted by Tommy <laughs> Rowe. Oh, wow. And, wow, that's a uh, golden dildo. Yes, it and it's about to put it in his mouth with a bingo ticket. That's that's nice. $20 per person to play eight games. Like, well. I can also zoom the virtual live game. <laughs> Golly. Uh, what's next? Folks, we're almost done. We'll make it through this, I promise. We got uh, two more. <laughs> uh, oh, dude, this is near and dear to my heart. I'm sorry. I love this one. I'm back to this yes. guy again. Yes, this is Gateway Pundit. The uh, Who was that last one with? I don't know that I said that, who that was. But, yeah, hit that. The story we were just on, where was that at? That was post-millennial, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. I did say that. All right, good. Um yeah, I got bad news for uh, the uh, fans of uh, the non-binary nuclear energy secretary guy, Sam something or another. Surveillance photos captured non-binary Biden nuclear energy secretary stealing woman's suitcase in Las Vegas airport. So don't be confused. This is not us re- recovering, rehashing the same thing. The last time we talked to you, he got caught stealing one in Minneapolis. He's <laughs> making Oops, his way out west. did it again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, surveillance. 
Well, here's my question too. Every time we see him stealing and he's just in public just being a normal kleptomaniac, he's just dressed up like a dude. Yeah. So that's a, that's a nucleus on his shirt, right? Or is that is something? That, is that Adam or nu- no? That's an Adam. Yeah. I think that's what that is. I didn't remember that much from science class. The nucleus is at the center of the atom, yeah. I believe. Is that right? Yeah. I remember a little bit. If I'm wrong, my dad will call and correct yeah. me. I promise you that. Surveillance cameras captured Biden's non-binary nuclear energy secretary, Sam Brenton, stealing a woman's suitcase at the Las Vegas airport in July. Brenton was wearing a gay <laughs> nuclear energy t-shirt on the flight and posted a photo of himself wearing the shirt on Instagram. The suitcase was filled with more than $3,000 worth of jewelry. How does he know? Yeah. Well, I guess it's because they're like... Uh, he, I, He's got, a, he's got a flair for fashion. He has his gaydar up. <laughs> I guess so. But no, I'm just saying, though, $3,000 worth of jewelry, clothes, and makeup, according to the 8 News Now investigators. He hit the jackpot. Dude, that's the thing, though. How, like, people that have had their luggage stolen with jewelry and makeup in it, I'm pretty sure this guy did it. He, dude, <laughs> this is not, like, this He flies around a lot, probably, so... Look, look, dude, we did a show last week. He got caught. We did a show this week. He got caught. You're telling me this is the only two times this dude's done it? No. Hell no, dude. This guy's been clean. Like, it's going to be like, was it John Wayne Gacy that was burying all the, like, the, or was it Jeffrey Dahmer? Who was Dahmer. the one put him in the, in the crawl space and in the backyard? Yeah, they dug Jeffrey them all Dahmer. up. So it was like a, like a killing field of people. Like, oh, my God, there's more people. There's people under people. It's like layers, right? That's this guy with suitcases. Like, Remember in the movie The Sandlot when they do you remember the Sandlot? Yeah. So and they had all the balls the dog he got over the yeah. years under the house, like falling out like a cascade of baseballs. It'd be like that. It would be like Scrooge McDuck in the intro to DuckTales. Are we are we still following me? Yeah, I am. When he went off the diving board into the, the pool of gold coins, coins. only <laughs> it would be those suitcases. But it was still that doesn't denote the amount of suitcases this idiot has probably stolen right i'd say i agree how would you quantify it he's a fag <laughs> i that i did not do that seriously uh, that button is just so issues tonight the uh is christine is christina layla reported earlier joe biden's gender fluid quote pup handler <laughs> dude i don't have the story up about the guys from uh the, these military uh generals or whoever they were they were wearing their uniforms these two gay guys were wearing those same like bondage dog bondage masks things and so they're being investigated for that uh doe employee sam Britton was put on leave after he was charged with felony theft for stealing a woman's luggage last month at msp airport in minnesota i've been there Britton is now being accused of stealing luggage from a las vegas airport KLAS learned on Thursday, Sam Brinton was caught on surveillance video stealing luggage from Harry Reid International Airport. Harry Reid was a dirtbag. He's dead now. Good riddance. In Las Vegas. Brinton was reportedly charged with grand larceny with value between $1,200 and $5,000, KLAS reported this week. According to the police report obtained by Fox News, Brinton stole jewelry worth $1,700 in the Las Vegas luggage theft. According to News 8 Las Vegas, a Las Vegas Metropolitan Police officer reviewed surveillance video and observed several nonverbal cues or body language anomalies from the suspect, which caught his attention. Specifically, Britton pulled the victim's luggage from the carousel, examined the tag, then placed it back on the carousel, looking in all directions for anyone who might be watching or might approach. 
pulling it back off the carousel and demonstrating the same behavior by looking around before walking away with it quickly, the warrant said. Sam Britton took down the photo of him wearing the shirt on Instagram before his flight. It appears his entire Instagram Instagram page may be down. Well, that stinks for you. You were following him, right? Oh, no, no, I wasn't. Okay. I don't. That was um, Buford. All right. <laughs> so, he's been fired since then, though, so... What a shame. Yeah, and then he was asking the judge because he didn't have money that he he wanted to do like his, his uh, court hearings virtually because he didn't have the money to travel to Minnesota well, and Las Vegas. I guess he should sell some of that jewelry he stole. <laughs> <laughs> I would say he could sell the makeup, but he's probably used it all. He's a pup handler, dude. Yeah. So yeah, and, and think about it, man. Would you ever have imagined, well, that, that you would have people like uh, – Rachel, or I'm sorry, Richard Levine and this guy and these prominent nationally recognized positions. And if you couldn't, you're going to love our next story, and it's the last one. And before we get into this, uh, if you've made it this far, we appreciate you listening. And if you could leave us a review or a five-star rating and uh subscribe and share like most importantly please uh share our show if you enjoy it uh share it on social media share it with your friends share it via text please uh share our show greatly greatly appreciate it thank you um we are on breitbart and uh you're gonna love this one reverso because there's uh this one's really really disgusting it's gonna take a few minutes but uh this is our last story it's a good thing that Buford's not here because he really doesn't like these oh, stuff no. and, the, the, and this is i mean this has been a, like a really yeah. really busy week for uh he would probably be getting up to leave about right now. <clears throat> Biden invites drag queen to White House who say kids are out to sing and suck D. <clears throat> More has come to light regarding the past of the drag queen whom President Joe Biden invited to the White House for the, quote, Respective Marriage Act signing this week, including a past tweet in which he said kids are out to sing and suck D. As Breitbart News reported, go back up. Sorry. On Monday, drag queen activist Marty Cummings celebrated being invited to the White House on Twitter and Instagram. Quote, to be a non-binary drag artist involved, I'm sorry, invited to the White House is something I never imagined would happen. Thank you, President and Dr. Biden, for inviting me to this historic bill signing. Grateful doesn't begin to express the emotions I feel. Cummings tweeted while sharing a screenshot of the White House invite. Since Cummings keeps his Twitter account private, his past statements had to be screenshotted by several users, one of which raised more than a few eyebrows. Quote, the, the kids are out to sing and suck D, Cummings said in one tweet. Another Instagram post featured Cummings posing with a child alongside several scantily clad drag queens that featured the following caption. He was so excited and said he wants to perform with us next year. So you can click that right there and view it because it's potentially sensitive. Dude, look at that right there where they're standing with the kids. So basically, uh-huh. since... Oh, oh God. No, no, no. Go, go. Yeah, no, so no, 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 no. I got to describe it. I have to. Like, this is no, our job, dude. No, this is not. I am not enjoying this at all. You go. got me to click can, on that. Hold on, hold on. Listen, I'm not enjoying this all. Can you focus in on that? No, no I don't want to. It's yeah. burning my retinas for <laughs> So, um, yeah, it's a... Uh, no. Uh, bear with me. No, I can do this. It's two pictures, and we could post links, but the guy, it's like how a woman would pose like in a bikini like ad. 
He's uh, his entire um, ass is exposed uh, with a thong, and uh, it's pointed towards the camera. And he's looking back over his left shoulder, trying to look all sultry. And it's uh, and then, then the other one is like, uh, so it's like lingerie, like. And then the other one is a front shot. And I gotta say, from what I can see, he uh, <laughs> don't go. Yeah, he must have had the uh, operation because there's no bulge there. So then the oh God, other one that they describe where he's standing with the kid is like these, I mean, that, that that's quantifiable right there is morbid obese, right? Morbidly yeah. obese. That's so fat. You have to wake up in sections. Right. <laughs> and so, yeah, there's like a grotesque fat men in lingerie dressed as women standing with the, uh, what, what would you say? That's, that's about a f- six year old. Yeah. Some, yeah. No more than six years old. Yeah. Uh, yeah, some joy for your day. Logan was one of the kids who came out to celebrate Pride at Queen's Botanical Garden. He was so excited and said he wants to perform with us next year. Uh-oh, you did you click on Marty Cummings' thing? Oh, it's a full picture. Oh. I don't know how that happened. What on earth, dude? That's, That's four men. Dre- wow. I can't go through and describe them each individually. No, that, that's, don't, that's, don't. That's really bad. Others pointed out several borderline pornographic videos that featured Cummings, one of which featured him talking about gay sex with as many as 52 men in a year. And so this one is... God, You're not going to be able to watch that one. That's no, him. No, why did I more, that? more, more nightmare fuel from Biden's brand new non-binary darling, a drag queen story hour performer who thinks drag is for children. And so that's him dancing around in a, a, a thong, a skirt and a thong, and like he's pulling the skirt up or is blowing up with a fan. So that and this, uh, uh, by the way, just like I said last week, uh, and I'm, I'm sure there's not. But if you're easily offended and you don't like nasty things. Go ahead and tune out. We'll catch you next week. If you have kids or if you're at work, you can't play this where anybody else can hear it. Um, so there's your warning because this is disgusting. Biden's invited White House guest, a non-binary drag queen story hour performer who advocates for children embracing drag, started in a music video for the song, Show Me Your Dick, as erect penises flash across the screen. So hit that view button. <clears throat> I don't want to. Come on. You can handle this. Is this is like I showed this to my boss, who's like old school as crap, dude. He was all kinds of confused. Oh, but uh, no. so yeah, again, if there's any kids around, uh, or if you're at work, here we go. I like big dick. I want a thick dick. Give me your uncut dick. I don't want your drink. I want your dick. Do you think it's slutty to have sex with a different guy each week? So that's 52 guys in the whole year. Is that, like, slutty? Or husband hunting? And yeah, oh so that's, that's that's the guy that wants to be around your kids and is, or is around kids and is invited to the White House by the fake president. That's, oh my God. I mean, seriously, like, dude, what, how? I don't even know what to think about that. That's... That's beyond. Quote, I love doing drag story hour despite what conservatives say. This family friend event is a way to spread joy, teach acceptance and love, he said in his Instagram post. A way to bring people together. Scroll down. Kids just want to hear their favorite stories. Keep spreading hate because I'm going to keep spreading joy. 
There he is with children. Oh, that's like two-year-olds. And look, and dude, look at this wacko parent on yeah, the left. All... Like, dude, that woman is a complete psychopath. Like, is I that got... a woman? That looks like one of the parents. The way yeah. the way it's touching that kid, I hope it's its parent. Like the way the yeah. Um, I'm just is it a parent or is it a woman though? It, is yeah. that a guy happy to hook up on the side and be fifty two. Scroll down and see if there's any more. That oh, there's more. Let, let me read his quote there because this is him on stage. We are living in unprecedented times and in historic times. I don't know about you, but I don't want to live in unprecedented times or historic times, he said. I want to live in times where we can go to a queer space, here's that word again, and not have to worry about a gunman showing up to take our lives. I want to live in a time when our kids can go to a library and see drag artists reading stories to them without the threat of the Proud Boys showing up to protest. No, no, people are going to protest that. What a scum. I don't want to hear his voice. Go down. Yeah. That's it. And so, basically what he just said is he wants to live live in a time where they can, just what I've always said, where we can groom and molest children without any resistance whatsoever. And that's that's the Democrat way, period. If you vote Democrat, no matter what you believe, you support this. That's too true for radio. No, you can't sing about it. They'll show you the door. Cause Nashville ain't got any balls anymore. They cast you aside, hope you'll tuck tail and leave. But you ain't ever met an old boy quite like me. Well, I'd rather be real than put on a fake show, but that's too true for radio.